Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented, of course, by DraftKings. We will have a spread the word winner in two days. So get in on that, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. I know a lot of you have always been like, yeah, I don't really do, need to do that, and I don't care about the signed picture or the signed card. And what, just, do it to, just do it as a way to support the show. Just do it as a way for the holidays to show us a little bit of love, even if you don't need the signed picture or press pass or whatever that you would win from me. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, sponsor confirmation email winner will be Friday. we got some awesome sponsors this week. Keeps, you guys noticed, I've been able to keep my hair on the top of my head for the most part for years now, thanks to Keeps. We also have Luckbox, which some of you have already subscribed to, the digital subscription. Actually, I think Luckbox would be the type of uh, gift I think Andrew would like. Probability, numbers. It's almost like the uh, the business of sports magazine subscription, so to speak. YouTube shout out on Friday as well. Just comment on any of our YouTube clips over at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Patron shout out. We got another one yesterday. I love it. We we're about to be out of patrons, but Ryan DeCorey stepped up so we can keep it rolling. Love it, Ryan. D-E-C-O-R-Y. Welcome to the family patreon.com slash RT media where you can get the bets for Steve Fezzik and I that are all laid out in print. You can see all of our numbers. Sean Grady, the awesome Australian, handles all that stuff for us. And it is absolutely amazing. Almost as amazing as Andrew Brent. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Quite a bit to talk about, Andrew. There, there really is. Andrew, of course comes to us every Wednesday. He is the host of the Business of Sports podcast. I saw, Andrew, where you had Trey Wingo on with you recently this week, which is awesome. Definitely going to check that out, Business of Sports podcast. Check Andrew out on social, at Andrew Brandt. He's got a lot of stuff going on right now, whether it's the Villanova stuff or Vayner Sports or certainly his column for the MMQB. And there's a lot to talk about, Andrew, and – I guess we need to start with last night and just the whole Des Bryant scenario. 
because I called that game for Westwood, and it was bizarre. It, it was just bizarre. He's warming up. They pull him off the field to give him a, a point-of-care test, which is, I guess, a rapid test. And it was positive. He had been inconclusive a couple times earlier in the day. And so they pulled him off the field. Your thoughts, Andrew? Well, I think we need to back up here because you and I talked Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon they played a game. <laughs> and I know I'm, I'm Debbie Downer, but I still have an issue with playing that game uh, before we even get to last night's game with the Ravens. I'll say it again. I'm a broken record. Nine straight days of positives, 23 players testing positive over the last 10 days before that game. And they played, it was a JV team, although they gave the Steelers a good team, a good game. You know, my question then and still now, and I don't know, I haven't heard a good answer from anyone. What will it actually take to postpone an NFL game? I mean, not just a few days, I mean, to the week or week 18. And it's clear to me, Ross, week 18 is not an issue. It's not going to happen. What's going to happen, if anything, is week X between the playoffs. Because it's clear to me now they're getting to the playoffs. <laughs> and if they need to push things back in the playoffs, they'll do that. But after the Ravens situation, you know, this week the Panthers, eight players, ah, eight players, right? So it's like we're now like in this new bar. Like the Panthers, eight players, you're basically, barely getting a raised eyebrow from anyone. Uh, so that's where we are. And then it continues last night with Des Bryant, where the optics, Ross, the opt forget about Des Bryant's Twitter, just the optics of having him off the field after 10 minutes before that, he's hugging people. <laughs> he's working out on the field and he's hugging people. So it's not a good look, but I'm con I continue to be conflicted. I, I consume NFL, of course. But I continue to ask, as I wrote again in Sports Illustrated this week, is what are we doing here? So I guess the part of it I don't understand, Andrew. And I've read the tweets from guys like Tom Pelissero and Ian Rapport, et cetera. If I have this correct, the Ravens are right there near a lab, so they get the results turned around quickly. And Monday morning, he took a PCR test. It came back inconclusive. They ran it again, inconclusive. So they said, we got we to gotta know. So they pulled him off the field to run this point of care test, and it was positive, so they said, you're out. I guess what I don't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me, it kind of feels like if your test is inconclusive, you shouldn't be around other people until they have some type of conclusive result, right? Like, I, I'm just trying to be logical here. I'm not taking sides. I'm not bashing the NFL. I'm just trying to understand. It feels like if it's inconclusive, that you should be isolated until it's conclusive, yeah. until they have something conclusive that they can say okay he's negative or no actually okay he's positive yeah i mean i don't understand it either um i continue to go back to this phrase abundance of caution whether the rules say it or not ross if that is the mantra abundance of caution uh 
Des Bryant's not amount around people, right? Just what you said, but we're not there. It just seems like we were there, right? We were there when Tennessee was isolated for a week, when they didn't play that game, when Cam Newton got the, the COVID and they didn't play the game, when a backup quarterback on the Chiefs got it and they didn't play the game. Like, I guess, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I wish the NFL was a little more transparent and, you know, we're adults. So if they, if they want to say, Hey, sorry, the rules are different second half of the season than they were first half. Okay. You know, it just appears that way. Um, and I'll take Des Bryant. If Des Bryant's situation was that in week five versus week 12, you know, it would seem to me that would have been different. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think, you know, I, I give them credit. They have been transparent with a lot of the testing numbers and a lot, of, a lot of things they have been transparent about. I'm not sure I got, you know, I guess I give them credit for this, Andrew. I guess they theoretically didn't need to pull him off the field and give him that point of care test yeah. to make sure he was negative to play in the game. So I guess you could give them credit for that part of it. I'm just not – I'm sure maybe I'm missing something. I'm just not really understanding why you wouldn't have him isolated until you got a, a conclusive result. Well, here's a question I raise, and you could have a good answer for this because you cover both. I read college football after the big cancellation of Michigan-Ohio State is now up to 120 canceled or rescheduled games. 120. Now, the NFL has, you know, they've moved things around, but they really haven't done any of that. Um, what's the difference? <laughs> I mean, I know, listen, I know they're older and, and young college kids are getting in gatherings more than NFL players. But it just seems to me college sports, they depend on that revenue as much as NFL. I mean, the NFL billionaires will be fine. Some of these college sports programs will not be fine. So what's the difference? I, I guess that's the question. Why are NFL players able to play these games, but college sports administrators decide we can't do it? It's a good question, Andrew. Uh, another good question relates to Jalen Hurts and the decision in Philadelphia yesterday. I know you've talked about it a little bit. I know you are going to write about it if you didn't already, uh, as I am wont to do. I just <laughs> want to give you a blank canvas on what feels like a really big organizational decision yesterday. Yeah, you and I are both around the Eagles a lot. Eagles, for whatever reason, get a lot of national attention, even as a bad team. They really do. And um, this is a major decision that you and I have talked about before. And I'll stake my claim again. I'll stake, put my stake in the ground. And I'll say this. There's no player of the 1,900 players in the NFL with more of an organizational investment than Carson Wentz. None. There are players who have number one draft picks traded for them. And there are players who have $150 million contracts. But the combination, and you add to it trading Sam Bradford and letting Nick Foles walk. It's massive. And, you know, a lot of people in my world are jumping on cap this and cap that. Before we even get to cap and cash, 
just talk about that. The commitment for before we get to, hey, can they get out this year? Can they get out next year? What if they trade? What if Frank Reich wants them? What if Philip Rivers has done it? Listen, if he's not there, trade or otherwise, it's a massive, massive fail by everyone from top down. And we don't know how good Jalen Hurts is going to be, but this this is a massive failure by the organization if they can't make it work with this guy. So before we get to how much dead money, how much this, how much that, I think the major point here is that they have to make this work. Training camp next year, whatever it is, come back after this game if Hurts doesn't play well, whatever it is. If I'm saying what would if people are asking me what would I do? Make it work. I don't know how. Make it work. Psychological, physical, coaching, strength and training, make it work with this guy. That's the bottom line. It is strange to me how many people are already having all these scenarios about him being traded and all this stuff. I just don't see that. I mean, I I don't think that that makes any sense because he's proven that he can play at a really high level. I think they're much more likely, quite frankly, Andrew, to bring in a different coach to try to resurrect him than they are to get rid of him. Yeah. So let's do the numbers real quick. Because of the massive investment in him financially, if somehow he's not on the roster through release, the Eagles would carry $60 million next year. That's not happening. So take away that option. If he were to be traded, it would have to be before the third day of the league year when they owe him $10 million. And they would move off that $10 million and his $25 million salary. But they would take on that same amount, basically, $34 million, in cap. So they would have a $34 million number for a player who's not there playing for someone else. And people, this is what, what bothers me, Ross, when people say, well, it's like a wash. You know, they lose the money and they, they gain the cap. It's like a wash. I'm like, no, it's not like a wash. It's not because you don't have the player. Now people can say, well, he's not a good player anyway. But if you don't have the player, it's not a wash. It's not a wash. You know, you don't take on $34 million of cap for a player that's not there. You just don't. This is not fantasy football. I've done this for a living. Now, here are the extraordinary scenarios. They do it. I never thought the Steelers would take on $21 million of cap for Antonio Brown, but there's no issues like that with this player. Uh, or they make a trade where they pay off some of it to get an asset, to get him traded, or he takes a lower contract to be on the team, or he takes a lower contract to be traded. But that scenario does not help the Eagles because they're still stuck with the $34 million, even if he takes a lower contract to be traded. So there's no good options here, Ross. There's no good options. And I think people need to calm down, see what happens with Jalen Hurts, and Again, I'll say this again, and I think you think the same. I think the best, the, the most likely scenario is he's back as the presumed starter again, or he's back in a competition with Jalen Hurts. 
But people wanting Carson Wentz out, it's not happening. I mean, I know, give me the old takes exposed. It's not happening. A couple other things I wanted to get your thoughts on, Andrew. One is the Houston Texans evidently have an advisory committee. I think Tony Dungy's on it. I want to say maybe I saw Jimmy Johnson's name on it. So now they have an executive team with the team president and Jack Easterby. They have a search firm. And they have an advisory committee with guys like Tony Dungy and I believe Jimmy Johnson. I don't know, maybe Bill Poling. I can't remember all the guys on the list. Andre Johnson's on it. I've seen some people tweet that this is way too many cooks in the kitchen. This is too many voices in the owner's ear. I guess my question, Andrew, would be, do you feel that way? Or can you make the argument that it's better than the opposite, which would be just Jack Easterby or just one person in the owner's ear? Yeah, somewhere in the middle, I would think. Because don't get me started. Well, you did get me started on search firms. I don't. They tend to have the same names they get from other people. So the names that Tony Dungy and others are going to give them are probably going to be the same names the search firm gives them, and they're paying the search firm ungodly amounts of money. Search firms get a good percentage of the hire's first-year salary as a fee. Uh, it's really amazing what search firms are able to do. So I guess the question I would have is who's the point person? Who's really making the decision? Obviously, it's ownership, but who does he trust the most? Um, it does seem like a different way. You have the Falcons doing it without a search firm. And it's interesting to note, Ross, they did use a search firm for Dan Quinn. So they have moved on from that model, which I found very interesting, but it evidently the Texans haven't. And there are guys out there, you know, all the names that people consult, whether officially or not, Ron Wolf, Bill Polian, Charlie Casserly, Ernie Accorsi, and Tony Dungy. I mean, they're out there, whether it's official or not. What about uh, the report I saw, Andrew, last one, about the GM and head coach interviews being virtual? I guess at least if the team's still in the playoffs, I would imagine that they'll be virtual for, you know, I don't want to say indefinitely, but for most of the process. Any reaction to that? Just the same reaction of, of the world as we live the past nine months is, you know, Zoom is not the best, but, but it's what we're dealing with. And, you know, all the obvious disadvantages, you don't get the feel of the person, you don't get that connection as you do live. Um, but this is the world we live in. And I think that's a, just as I'm talking, that's a good skill. You know, are these candidates fluent in Zoom, fluent in technology, fluent in the way of the world right now. I'd be looking at that, you know, and if you have trouble setting up your Zoom, that's not a good sign for being a head coach. <laughs> Check out the business of sports. It is excellent, just like he is. Awesome show this week with Trey Wingo, who just ended a very long and storied tenure at ESPN. You got to check out Business of Sports this week and always check Andrew out on social media like I do at Andrew Brandt. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, Ross, quick plug. Trey was a great friend at ESPN. He treated everyone no matter what level with, with friendship. And uh, he came on, he talked about his time there, he talked about the NFL. 
talked about what he's doing now with his new podcast. I encourage everyone to listen in. Trey Wingo on this week's Business of Sports. Love it, Andrew. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ross. You know what else I love, by the way? I mentioned earlier, I like keeps. You know why? I'm on TV. I do games on TV. I'm trying to keep my hair. You know, I got a little bit of receding hairline in the front, for those of you watching on YouTube right now. And I got a little bit of a bald spot in the back. But I'm telling you, I don't know how much hair it's grown back, but it's definitely kept what I've had. Keeps is legit. Now, here's the deal. There are two FDA-approved medicines to keep your hair. Keeps, right? Keep your hair. One is a pill. One is topical. Now, I had already been doing the topical. And then when I started with Keeps, I started doing the pill as well. And I got the topical through Keeps, which makes it way, way better. So I use this every day, right? I put the topical on in the morning and at night. And I take the pill in the morning because I'm trying to keep my hair. I, I I would like to keep my hair. I would like to keep some semblance of my hair so that on TV I look good. I got such a huge head that I really don't think I would look good bald. I just don't think I'm a, I'm a bald guy. So I'm trying to keep my hair. And so far, so good. Thanks to keeps. Do yourself a favor. Get, get Maybe get it as a gift or tell somebody that's what you want as a gift. All I can tell you is, it keeps the hair that you have. So start sooner than you think you're gonna. Like if you're not sure whether or not, yeah, I don't know, start. Trust me. Because you don't start to see hair loss till it's like 50% of the follicles in the area are gone. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Ross Tucker to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Ross Tucker keeps.com slash Ross Tucker takes. Hey Ross, good morning. Let's start with the game you called last night for Westwood one Ravens over the Cowboys 34 17. So, you know, the, the Cowboys actually hung for a while and actually had a lead and then the Ravens just absolutely pulled away. Where's my notes? I have notes on the game that now I can't find. Um, this is excellent podcasting right now. Uh, I thought I had my notes right here. Well, so I'll start with this, Bri. Uh, the Cowboys actually were able to make some plays. They were throwing the ball pretty well. You're getting a kick out of this right now, aren't you, Bri? I'm not doing anything. I'm just I'm sitting back and no, watching you're and enjoying the show. As I'm looking for my notes. You're a smirker. You're a little smirker over there. All right, I found it. Shove it up your you-know-what, Bri. All right, I got it. So the whole Des Bryant thing was very weird, obviously. Um, and, and, and I understand Des Bryant's frustration, but, man, some people need to put down the, the Twitter machine sometimes. You know, like, that doesn't help you. Certainly doesn't help other people want to hire you to be a player if you're not in Baltimore anymore. You just you come across as like a loose cannon. But I understand the frustration. I don't really understand why he would have been on that field while there was an inconclusive test. Haven't really gotten a good explanation from that. Maybe you guys can send it to me. Ross at Ross Tucker.com. So 
the way I looked at it, there was a bunch of missed opportunities by the Cowboys. Lamar Jackson had threw an interception after Hollywood Brown ball got tipped at the line. No, Hollywood Brown got tipped off his hand. And uh, the Cowboys got a field goal after a really bad miss by Andy Dalton. He had Gallup wide open in the end zone. Like, you cannot miss those. Then there were uh, several times where the Cowboys and or – the Cowboys linebackers and or safeties, Brian, were just nowhere to be found. The Lamar Jackson fourth and two touchdown run on counter, Leighton Vander Esch just totally got fooled, vacated his gap, Lamar Jackson was able to run right down Main Street for a touchdown. I don't know where Van Der Esch was going, but he was obviously wrong. Um, now, I will say after that, the, the Cowboys followed it up. Tony Pollard, who's got a lot of juice, could kick off return, led to a touchdown. Michael Gallup touchdown. Beautiful back shoulder throw by Dalton. The Cowboys had the lead, 10-7. Then, I don't know, Brian, did you see the audio yet? of the Justin Tucker, or did you hear the audio yet of the Justin Tucker missed field goal? No, no, tell me about it. So check my social media then, because Justin Tucker comes out for like a 31-yard field goal at Ross Tucker NFL. It's only on Twitter right now. I got to figure out how to get it on Facebook or uh, YouTube or Instagram or whatever. I'll retweet it from at Ross Tucker pod, or I'll have Casey do that. Justin Tucker comes out and... You know, Scott Graham, the play-by-play guy, says not often you can say that someone is the best at what they do, but Justin Tucker is the best at what he does. And I said, yeah, you know, Scott, in my experience, I really just think it has to do with the last name. I just think guys with that last name are able to excel in really any field. So then he makes the kick, but there's a, a procedure penalty. So they go back five yards. And Scott's like, well, now they got to go back five yards. And I'm like, listen, it's not a big deal. Just gives me more time to talk about that unbelievable last name of Tucker. And it just seems like the people that have that last name in any field, I don't know, maybe broadcasting, podcast, it just feels like they are at the top of their profession. I don't know how to explain it, but there's just something weird about that that last name. And uh, and and Scott just was quiet and was like, are you done now? I said, yeah. I said, you know – it'd be real, real bad for me if he ended up missing this now. Like, that would be a bad thing. And he hooks it left. And I was like, Bri, he had made 70 in a row, lower, less than 40 yards. Wow. 70 in a row, less than 40 yards. And I was just like, I am without words. Anyway, it's funny. Is that Check an it NFL out. record? Uh, it's on my Twitter right now, at Ross Tucker NFL, a couple of different times. I'll try to retweet it from at Ross Tucker pod. So, um, but even after that, Patrick Queen got interception and same type of deal, Bri. The the Cowboys, I think it was Darian Thompson, just totally drops a coverage on Miles Boykin. Easiest touchdown you'll ever see. There's just too many mental errors for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you just can't win games that way. Zerline missed a bunch of field goals. Um, I will say the Cowboys got a raw deal at the end of the first half. There was pass interference on C.D. Lamb. I don't know how they didn't call it. And then C.D. Lamb almost caught a Hail Mary. The Ravens dropped 10 guys. They only rushed one. They dropped 10, the anti-Greg Williams. And C.D. Lamb almost caught it in the third quarter. 
Lamar had a nice drive, and he threw a beautiful over-the-shoulder throw to Hollywood uh, Brown to make the score 24-10. And after that, the Ravens just totally bludgeoned them. I mean, the Ravens just ran them over after that point very easily. Uh, almost 300 yards rushing, which was not surprising if you looked at the rushing stats for both teams coming into the game. Quick question before we move on. Is that 70 in a row a record? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, we didn't say that, but it sounds like it would be. All right, moving on. Ducks takes. You and Andrew obviously talked about it, but your reaction to the big news in Philadelphia regarding the Eagles and Jalen Hurts is their new starting quarterback. I think it's the right move. I think they had to do it. You know, once you've had a quarterback regress as much as Wentz has and he starts looking down at the pass rush as it's coming, just a really bad sign. It's a really it's it's just not good. It's not good. And I think this is the best for the Eagles because it lets them see what they have in Jalen Hurts and it lets them hopefully reset Wentz. Now, depending on how Hurts plays, they might have another decision to make next week, but I do think for the time being, for this week, this is the right decision. Ducks takes. Some potentially big news in Cleveland. Right guard Wyatt Teller placed on the COVID-19 list. He has played extremely well this year. Now, it sounds like He's just a close contact, and they don't play until Monday, so he might be able to come back if he doesn't test positive, but there's a difference when he's in the lineup or not. Ducks takes. Another PED suspension this time, cornerback A.J. Boye, in a situation that is believed to be related to Will Fuller and Bradley Roby in Houston. Right. Remember, Boye was in Houston. Look, you know, it sounds like all three of these guys went to the same guy who prescribed or gave him the same thing, at what point do we sue this guy, right? I mean, he's costing these guys a lot of money and their reputation. And finally, your thoughts on the Michigan-Ohio State game being canceled. Andrew referenced it earlier. You know, it's just the way of 2020, unfortunately. I'm not that surprised. As soon as Michigan had issues last week, I thought that this was a distinct possibility. It's a shame. But as I tweeted, the best rivalry in sports, period, is the Army-Navy game. It just is. And that game is still being played on Saturday. I'll be there. I can't wait. It's at Mikey Stadium at West Point. The atmosphere is going to be electric. Absolutely fired up for that one. And, yeah, it's a shame about Ohio State-Michigan. They need to get Ohio State a game or change the rule. And I think that much is pretty obvious the other thing that's pretty obvious Brian I think all of us now like to read things that help us right that is what luck box is it's the control freaks new guide to life money probability for investors traders entrepreneurs side hustlers gamblers probability geeks it's cool they have Stories on uh, investment trends, politics, sports, whiskeys, beer, cannabis, gaming, and esports. It's it's really, really cool. I'm a big fan of periodicals. I'm a big fan of magazines. How about that? Pulling out that word from elementary school, maybe? Periodicals. Look, Luckbox is available in print for subscribers and on newsstands for $7.99 an issue. But with this special offer... 
Get 10 digital issues, one year, a full year of Luckbox, absolutely free. No credit cards, no BS, no bait and switch, just Luckbox in your inbox for free. Make your own luck. Get Luckbox. Subscribe for free today at getluckbox.com slash Ross. That's getluckbox.com slash Ross. And you know what else you need to get? You need to get some beer from Pizza Boy Brewing, one of our patron shout-outs that we love so much, one of our I Think We're Done Here members at patreon.com slash rtmedia, the greatest value in podcast advertising, dynastyfreaks.com, sportaculture, steakhousesports.com, and Vision Comics with an X. All of those awesome. Love them. Yes. Other than that, Bri, busy day. We got the Even Money podcast. We got part one of the Fantasy Feast podcast. Tomorrow, Greg Cosell and part two of the Fantasy Feast podcast. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows. The latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.